0: College Football Conversation. I'm your host, Michael Scott. We're going to have two guys on with us. Uh, Billy Gibson and Zach Markley, they're going to be the co-hosts. Uh, kind of giving us the insight. So let's go uh, back to school on a Monday. And we're going to recap three headlines. All right, welcome in Zach Markley. How you doing? Of course, we're going to talk about the Penn State Ohio State game. Uh, what's your impressions and uh, kind of what's your take on that game? Um, yeah, I thought it was, uh,
1: thought it was a real good game. Uh, you know, Ohio State uh, started off slow. They came out of the gate for a slow and Penn beat. You know, had all the momentum. Um, I'm a big Penn fan. If there's anybody. You know, the country that I want leaving my leaving my team is McSorley. Um, I thought he played an exceptional game. Um, the big thing that I took away from it was that at the end, you know, Kent State was driving and they ran a halfback draw. Um, I'm not really quite sure why they ran that play, um, but you know, I would have stuck with McSorley in that situation. But other than that, man, I thought Ohio State. You know, they they fought, like the true championship
0: team they are, um, and came away with the victory. Yeah, they said, uh, What uh, listening to another podcast earlier, they said it was uh, basically trying to catch him off guard, because they ran with McSorley and ran with him, and uh, they were stopping Sanders, though, so that's why I was confused, too, with the play call, but uh, Billy, what's your take on the game? I, I watched the uh, game with you, so...
1: I thought Ohio State played horrible in the first half. Well, pretty much to the fourth quarter, they played horrible. Uh, Penn State played really good on offense and defense. And they just didn't Pretty much, uh, pretty much lost, they lost a game on themselves. They didn't, Ohio State really didn't deserve this win, but they got it. Penn State pretty much lost a game on themselves. Uh,
0: if, you, if you look, uh, I'm looking at the box score now. Um uh, Askins went 22 for 39, 270. Obviously, a lot of that came late in the game. Uh, McSorley was 16 for 32, 286, two touchdowns. Had a QBR of 55.8, just above average. But uh, looking at everything. Ohio State, uh, what do you guys think about um, James Franklin's comments? I don't know if you guys have seen those or not. I didn't see his comments afterwards. Um, basically, James Franklin got on and said, they're not an elite team yet. Basically, Ohio State showed us what elite is, is basically what he said. And um, he, uh, What do you think? Do you think Penn State is elite yet? Uh, in my opinion,
1: I, I do think they're elite. Um, you know, they've they, been Give arena that hump of Ohio State, but uh, I would definitely disagree with James Franklin's um, opinion on that because I definitely do think they're elite. I mean, you just took Ohio State to the you know the fourth quarter and you pretty much outplayed them. Like Billy said, you know, the whole way. Uh, I think probably top five team in college football. I think they can probably
0: play to anybody. They just need to play better coming down to the final minutes. Play better. Um. All right. Well, I I definitely think. What's gonna make Penn State elite is obviously winning those games and that that atmosphere looked crazy on TV. Uh, I was listening to another podcast. Uh, the guy was actually there, and he said the atmosphere was crazy. The tailgating was crazy, um, but uh, what do we think about Ohio State? As are you know, barring any upsets, you know, throughout the season, obviously Michigan still um, are they a playoff team? I I one hundred percent believe they
1: are, um, as everybody knows, I'm Michigan fan, but. Um, Like I said, Ohio State has that, um, you know, that will to win. They're well coached. Um, You know, they've been there before. Um, I don't really see, you know, a team left on their schedule that could upset them. Um, Like I said, I do think, you know, they'll be in some close games um, all the way. Like I said, the Michigan game, they're always close with that. Um, I think they'll definitely have some bumps in the road. But as far as going down the stretch, I think they'll find a way to win in the fourth quarter, kind of like they did you know, this week weekend against Penn State. So I do believe they're a top-four team in the playoffs. I think they're uh, probably the top-two teams. Um, I think they deserve to be there. They uh, kind of started slow, but I think uh, but not every team turns off good. They just need to play good against better teams. And uh, I think they can win it all. If they just
0: keep get players back healthy. That's, I mean, that's what the problem is right now. So players not being healthy. Secondary is beat up bad. All right, we'll move on. Notre Dame, Stanford. I didn't get to watch the game because of the Ohio State game. I know Billy didn't either. Um, <laughs> Notre Dame looks tough. I think Ian Book definitely has brought a whole new dimension to the offense. Uh, Bryce Love, I think, got hurt in this game. I read. Uh, What's our take on the Notre Dame game?
1: Um, I did get to watch
0: a little bit of bits and pieces. I was trying to
1: flip back and forth, you know, watching one on my iPad as a record one on the TV. Um, I definitely, you know, to tell you, you know, it's a preseason. I was thinking, you know, Notre Dame, they're overrated. That's what my first thought was, you know, at the beginning of the season. Um, But then, you know, because, like, why I thought that is um, back when they were, you know, good. They got spanked by, you know, Alabama in the national championship. Um, so I kind of expected that kind of year from them. Um, but after the Stanford game, and I tell you, they looked really good. And I agree with you, Mike. You know, switching to in-book you know, and their quarterback position that definitely gave them the moment, the momentum. Um, definitely think losing Bryce Lowe, he did get hurt. Um, was a big hook for them. Like I said, I mean, I'm looking at the box score now, and it was 38-17 Notre Dame. So they pretty much put it on them. Um, and, you know, Book played outstanding. Um, their defense played outstanding. That's that's one takeaway I had from there. Um, their line, their front seven looked awesome. Um, So I definitely think Notre Dame could be a team to compete with. Um, you they have a tough Virginia Tech team coming up. It's, you know, a little emotional after they lost against Old Dominion a couple of weeks ago. So, I look forward to that game, but I
0: definitely think Notre Dame has what it takes. It didn't score any points in the fourth quarter. Stanford didn't. So, that Notre Dame was good in the fourth quarter. All right, Billy, what's your take on the game? Um, I think I
1: like Notre Dame, but I think they're overrated this year and overranked, I think. like teams with good offenses too. I think they're a little overrated this year. Uh, the addition game, they look kind of good, and against yeah, Stanford, but I think they uh, they play a true team, good offense, event, I think they will struggle and lose. I think they're going to have. A, they're probably have a two-loss team this year, and they
0: probably finish out of the top ten. So I believe. I think, I think Notre Dame. That that offense is totally different. I Played some decent teams, decent teams, and they've got USC coming up, which you don't really know about. Uh, You know that's the end of the season, I think. But I'm not quite sold on Notre Dame yet, not yet. Even after a win uh, against Stanford, just not quite sold yet. Yes, Sam. All right, so we'll move on. Um, We're gonna move on to the Clemson game. That was obviously a big story of the week uh, with Kelly Bryant wanting to transfer out. and they said, you know, Trevor Lawrence, we don't want him to get hurt first. Doesn't even make it to halftime, he gets hurt. Uh, Zach, what's your take on the uh, Clemson game? I didn't watch very much of it, but uh, what's your take on it?
1: Um, And I thought, you know, this whole year, I thought, you know, Clemson's a bit overrated. Um, you know, and then like you um, talked about, you know, the, the Kelly Bryant thing, <laughs> especially was go real bad with uh, Lawrence getting hurt. Um, I did watch the Clemson-Syracuse game. Um, I'm telling you, Syracuse dominated um, pretty much the whole entire game. A couple costly turnovers. Um, But what I took away from it was that third-string quarterback, I I believe his name, I know his last name was Bryce, I think maybe Chase, I don't remember his first name. uh, Clemson? Bryce. Yeah, Bryce came in. Chase Bryce. Came in and uh, you know let him to that game-winning drive, and I think it was fourth and five, or fourth and eight, I believe, and maybe you know, threw a perfect ball right where his receiver could get it, and that was the difference. Um, but I definitely look forward to seeing what Clemson's going to do,
0: you know, in the
1: weeks coming with Lars, We don't know how long he's going to be out. I think I you know I read today that it looked like a spring. Um That's what they're being diagnosed it with, but. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but I'm really excited to see how the Bryce kid does. Um, as far as the game goes, like I said, I thought Syracuse had that one in the bag. You know, they they were dominating defensively, offensively, and then you know, Clemson just pulled it out. But I definitely do believe that Clemson is overrated, and they're going to get their loss eventually playing in the ACC this year.
0: Yeah, the ACC, you don't really know about. They're kind of nothing down. Uh, they do have at Wake, home against NC State, which is undefeated, and at Florida State, which we know how that is. Uh, Billy, what's uh, what do you have to say about the Clemson game?
1: i agree with that. They've been overrated, and I've overrated too. They every every game, and uh, their offense kind of Now, lose after their quarterback transferred, and the other one got hurt. Now they're losing a third-string quarterback playing, and I think they're going to lose in the next two games. I think that um, I just don't think they're the best team in the ACC. Uh, Ohio State did jump them this time, though. Yeah, I, think, I don't think they should be for They should be at least in the top ten because they're undefeated, but they shouldn't be in the top five.
0: Uh, Clemson, you know, most Most of the time, they're obviously known for their defensive front. But just, I don't really think, besides the Texas A&M game, obviously, uh, just haven't played a schedule. They played Furman at Texas A&M, which is probably their test. uh, uh, Georgia Southern, Georgia Tech, and then Syracuse. So just haven't played, I don't think, quality opponents. Ohio State uh, has played TCU at a neutral site in the Penn State game. Alabama, we'll talk about that later. Uh, uh, They don't play a very strong non-conference. They beat UL, uh, Lafayette 56-14. Ohio State should probably be second just because Alabama's scoring points. They're beating the teams bad, Uh, but we'll get to that later. All right, so now we're going to jump conference to conference uh, and we'll kind of jump around like that. Uh, we're going to start in the ACC with the Florida State, which has been kind of a disappointment with Willie Taggart. Uh, Florida State Louisville is where we're going to go next. Go ahead, Zach. Okay. Um, I didn't watch
1: – obviously I didn't really watch this game. Um, but you know, I'm looking at the uh, off and It looks like uh, you know, Frank Frank's had a pretty good game for twenty seven, two hundred and ninety four yards, um, four touchdowns. Uh, but I I you know, I'm not sold on the Tiger coaching change. I, I believe he probably should have stayed where he was, but um, you know I think I think they're gonna turn it around. But, um, at least that's my opinion. I mean I don't know. Uh, they've struggled even you know these five weeks This you know, being their third win, but they haven't really played anyone either. Um, but, like I said, I've never been sold on Louisville either. I, I don't think the defense is good. Um, so, you know, seeing that four touchdowns stabbed by Francois is not surprising to me. Um, but that's why I look to see Florida State you know, take the momentum from this game. And I think they could at least go 66 six this year. Um, probably going to be a good one for Tigers, but, you know, okay. But, so, Other than that, I really didn't watch too much of this game. Um, But it looks like, you know, Florida State had a great day passing the ball. All right, Billy. I didn't watch this game either. Um, I think Florida State has been struggling the last few years. Not really good at recruiting classes at all. But I didn't watch this game. Uh,
0: Florida State has a pretty, pretty tough schedule coming up, too. Obviously, I love Florida. I can't stand Florida State. Um, They've got at Miami, which is, uh, Miami's looked abysmal this season. Um, They have home against Clemson at NC State at Notre Dame, uh, and then home against Florida, which you never know what they're going to do either, so um, pretty strong schedule coming up for Florida State. All right. Uh, Virginia Tech Dukes, the next game we'll cover here in the ACC.
1: Okay. Um, man, Virginia Tech really surprised me you know, last week, I guess two weeks now, losing, you know, in Old Dominion. I um, said, I haven't been sold on Virginia Tech. Um, I do not think they're well coached. Um, but, you know, they kind of surprised me this week a little bit. Um, coming into this game, and yeah, I thought Duke was going to kind of run away with it, but um, I did not watch this game, um, but once again, you know, looking at the uh, box score, it, um, you know, it looks like Virginia Tech had a great day passing, um, 332 yards, three touchdowns, um, PBR is 92.2. Um, like I said, I'm interested to see, you know, how Virginia Tech goes the rest of the year, I know they have a big one coming up against uh, Notre Dame uh, this week. So, the takeaways from that game, um, like I said, it just looks like Virginia Tech dominated in the air. Kind of surprised me a little bit. I thought Duke would run away with this game because I just don't think Virginia Tech's that good. I definitely think they're overrated. Um, yeah, that's all for that one.
0: All right, Bill. Uh, the King
1: Tech's. Doing okay. I don't think they're the best team I see. They're three and one. Also, they're going with a backup quarterback who played against Duke. Um, I think they they're going to probably going to finish with at least nine wins this year. I think Duke might be a little over-ranked again. Like, again. They have I to, think, uh They get what you call the,
0: They get what you call the top twenty-five, like the ranking curse. Every time they make it in the top twenty-five. They, they
1: lose. So I wouldn't really put so much uh, hope in Duke. But I think Virginia Tech's great here. They're have uh, to play against quality teams. I think I don't think they're gonna beat like the best teams in the conference, but I think they might be one of the best uh, top four in the ACCs. Yeah.
0: Now Duke, are we say, you know, are we buying buying selling uh, you know holding on stock on Duke? Because I think right now I'm holding, because Daniel Jones, you know, obviously come back, he just broke his clavicle like 10 days ago come back and already playing. Thrown for 226 yards, a touchdown and interception. Um, are we buying, selling, or holding on Duke?
1: I, I'm, I'm holding. I'm holding for sure on Duke. Uh, like I said, I, I'm interested to see how they do. They, they've done a really great job this year. Um, so I'm definitely holding on them. Uh, I'm selling Duke. I don't. I don't. say they they're going to do anything this year. Now, if it's basketball, then yes,
0: but not not All right. Moving on to the Big Twelve, Billy. I know this is a conference you like to watch. Yeah. Um, all right. First game, obviously a little bit local, especially for uh, Zach. WVU. I know you don't like WVU as well, but um, WVU Texas Tech. Obviously a Big Twelve shootout here. Uh, Virginia, West Virginia had uh, had a decent lead. I was watching. Most of the game, first half, it's like thirty-five to ten. Um, first half, obviously, uh, Will Greer. They turned the ball over a little bit. Um, what you got for this game, Deck?
1: Um, I am completely, you know, buying it. the Mountaineers. Um, I think, you know, one thing coming in, especially this game, um, that I paid attention to um, is defense. West Virginia has been in the last few years, their defense has been horrible. Um, they they run a defense that I don't agree with, you know, 3-5. I, I don't necessarily agree with it, but um, I was interested to see how they would do defensively against Texas Tech. You know, Texas Tech really has been one of the hottest teams coming in to this game versus WVU. Um, I thought, I think the world will career uh, He definitely deserves to be in eyes and watch. He sure didn't um, play like that when he was at my Gators. <laughs> that is true. He did. But uh, as far as this game goes, I did get to watch this. Um, it was a little scary there, and I could feel it from Mount uh, Air fans. You know, when Texas X started coming back. But like I said, West Virginia has a stellar offense. You know, that duo of um, Greer Steals. You know, that's a tough, tough duo to beat in the country. So. Um, I look for them to continue their winning ways. Uh, I actually picked Texas Tech in this game. Um, so, cause, you know, they were hard, throwing the ball well. Um, but West Virginia definitely surprised me. And they've shown, you know, by this game, they can score on pretty much anybody with that high, high-powered offense. And then their defense isn't terrible. I mean, I know the stat line, you know, they gave up 34 points. But their defense isn't as terrible as it's been in the past. Uh, West Virginia, I think probably one of the best. I think they're a top five team. Uh, Will Greer, in my opinion, he's the Heisen, He's in the Heisman lead right now. They uh, probably, I think, They got a huge lead, and they just kind of let them off a little bit. And Texas Tech came back to almost came back and won the game, but I think West Virginia just plays a little too soft to lead in the second half. I think they'll be okay. Uh, they just need to learn how to. He's the pressure on in the second half, too. But once Virginia, I
0: believe could be possibly in the the final four at the end of the year. But he's got to play a little better in the second half. Weird stat, I just read this on ESPN. Uh, they didn't score a single second half touchdown. Their offense didn't score any in the second half. Dana Holverson said he had a headache after his team's 42-34 win over Texas Tech. His offense went scoreless in the second half. Uh, they got a heck of a schedule too. Um, Kansas is playing really good football compared to where they, you know, usually are in the Big 12. Uh, at Iowa State, always a hard place to play, no matter what. The-
1: Game. Actually, it wasn't televised, so I didn't get to see it. But, um, you know, just seeing from highlights, and and I get, you know, that Army offense with that option is pretty much impossible stuff. But um, I'm just not ready to buy or sell in Oklahoma yet. I kind of want to see how they do as we get more into the conference play. Um, And I'm definitely looking forward to that West Virginia Oklahoma game. Um, But yeah, going on uh, Oklahoma too.
0: Uh I think Texas is going to show something this week that no one has all the season. I still think West Virginia is going to win the conference, but it'll, it'll be second. But, he's a young quarterback. I think it's because of the quarterback. But, uh, he's going to struggle in these big games coming up. I'm holding, too. Um, quick note, that West Virginia game is the very last game of the season, I think, or close to it. And uh, that. Probably going to decide the conference, I would say. Um, obviously, they're one and two right now in the Big 12. Um, Texas, Kansas State. It was 1914. Texas, um, Sam Ellinger from Texas, 29 for 36, 207 yards and a touchdown. Um, what do we What do we think about Texas in general? Not just the game. It's, I mean, it's hard to win at Kansas State sometimes. It's just uh, one of those places like Iowa State. You know, you can kind of slip up there. At Kansas State. What do we think about Texas?
1: Um, like I said, I, I, like, I like Texas. Um, I know they had a rough start against Maryland, but if you look in years past, for some reason, that first game against Maryland has always been a, a win in Texas. at fine. Um, I'm not quite sure why. It seems like my thing with Texas is they struggle against the rough. Um, and, like I said, I don't know how much, how many yards Kansas, well. it looks like they only had. 107 yards rushing but um something i noticed from texas is they give us a lot of long run um so we had to sell or hold out here um i'm definitely holding because um i I just want to see how texas does more for you know their 4-1 record i just want to see how they do as the season goes on. I, I don't think I think they're an average team at that. Defense is horrible. They oh. have a quarterback that's Cole McCoy. Uh, I don't think they'll compete, but they won't win these big games it's coming up. But them. yeah, I, I think they're uh, Maryland loss kind of hurt them this year. Kind of that they're not really that good of a team offensively. So um, I don't think Texas is gonna do anything this year. They've got
0: a obviously the Red River robbery coming up this weekend at Oklahoma State in a couple weeks after that. Home against West Virginia at Texas Tech. Home against Oklahoma – or Iowa State, excuse me. Um, so they still got a pretty good – Big 12 scheduling is is pretty pretty rough conference play. All right. Yeah, this is probably the best uh, uh, day 12 has worked in a while. Yeah, the best, best all around. Yeah, it's looked uh, – you know, because there for a while – well, the last couple of years, you know, Oklahoma's pretty much ran it. West Virginia's been there not really. Uh, so we'll move on to the conference. Pretty much been
1: Oklahoma and Oklahoma State.
0: Yeah. All right, we're we'll going to move on to the Big Ten. And uh, first game, obviously, is uh, Zach, your, your Wolverines didn't look great. Northwestern's a hard team to play sometimes, though. Uh, what's your takeaway from the Michigan-Northwestern game, 20-17 Michigan? to Get back, back here. Billy, what's your takeaway from the game while we try to get Kicked off there. Uh, we're talking about the Michigan Northwestern game. Uh, Billy's gonna go ahead and finish up here.
1: Uh, I, th- I think they're gonna be the third best. I think the be- third best team in of Big Ten behind Ohio State and Penn State. Um, I just I don't know. They're a good team every year. Seems like since Hardball's been there, just they can't win the big one. That's that's gonna be his. I think that's still their line for Michigan. Can't win the big games.
0: Yeah, they've really struggled winning big games. Uh, Zach, uh, I know you're a Michigan fan. Um, obviously, Northwestern's always like they're not great, but they're always they always hang around against pretty good opponents. What do you what do you, what's your take on this game, Zach? Um, you
1: know, I like to describe Michigan as elite defense, pop corner offense. Um, we, you know, Michigan has such a bad offense. I think a lot of it has to do with um, Harbaugh and Pep Hamilton, which is quarterback's coach, you know, they, they kind of share the play calling, and I'm not a big fan of that for anybody. I, you know, I think we just need you need to have an offensive coordinator. Um, the big takeaway I had, other than the offense, doing um, bad, um, Northwestern went up early. You know, they scored 14 quickly. Um, then, you know, Michigan scored, it, and then the goal, you know, it was like 17-7. Um, and, you know, we answered uh, with the running game of hit on. Uh big takeaway I had is the quarterback for Northwestern. He, Thorson um, is his name. He yeah. kind of lit Michigan up a little bit. Um, he was hard to stop he Passed the ball really well. He went to 27. Uh, but, you know, there at the end, they kind of were in need of something so they are just chucking it up but I, I'm i not even ready to say you know Michigan is a top 25 uh, just like you guys said you know you and Billy that they don't win the big games you know you don't win against Notre Dame you don't win against Penn State Michigan State or Ohio State you got to be able to win the big, big games and, and like you said uh, like you know Northwestern
0: Some help offensively. Yeah, I was listening to I listen to podcasts while I'm at work. Um, they said that Michigan it's like it's like we can't they can't get a quarterback. Um, they've had good quarterbacks, but it seems like he, they can't get the great quarterback like the Buckeyes. I would say they always have a room full of good Buck uh, good quarterbacks. Michigan just doesn't have that elite quarterback. You know, Shea Patterson, I think he was a little overhyped going in, um, and he just hasn't delivered like they want him to, I don't think. But I think Michigan always hangs around all year. They're a good team. Like you said, elite defense. uh, One of the top three to five defenses in the nation. Uh, I feel like Clayton Clayton Thorson has played for Northwestern forever. I mean, I just feel like he's been there for a long time.
1: Oh, yeah. I I agree. And just to touch on the quarterback thing real quick, um, the the Michigan offense is, you know, a pro-style power offense. Um, And I honestly, like I said, I'm a hardball fan, but I honestly don't know if they know what to do with Shay. But I would definitely agree with you. And being overhyped. I definitely overhyped him. Um, I thought he would be a lot better for Michigan. but I agree with you 100%. You know, you, they've never really had that elite quarterback. In so, But we'll, we'll see what
0: happens throughout the year, I guess. All right. Um, we're going to move. We're not really going to cover the game uh, with this one either. Purdue looks re- pretty good, I think, despite their record. David Blau, pretty good quarterback. What about Nebraska? be panic for nebraska
1: um I, I don't think there should be panic um scott Frost, you know that's my coach i mean granted the ucf team he was coaching was talented um you know that you know didn't lose a game that they were a very talented team um but you also got to look at nebraska um before scott frost got there you know they weren't somewhere in one year and hope to be, you know, 12-0 on your bowl game be 13-0. You can't really expect that. So I think, you know, in work with yeah, Aaron Rodgers I think in Nebraska, they just need to relax. I think he'll be, I think he'll be all right. He's going to have a rough first season as we've been able to tell so far. But I think he'll turn it around. Here. I think he'll be probably three years and that team will be back to where it needs to be. Um, uh, panic but they're not winning these games because the rest is like one of the elite colleges a long time I think uh, they're trying too much to do too much uh, big sense play they should play like a big 12 team if like a big fan team they don't have the they they, have, they don't have a the, the team like they the they're they they do not have really the defense because they're playing they just need that uh, defense and a big 12 offense and their offense is horrible they need to play better and coach better. I, I don't. I don't like the coach. I think if they don't, if they don't win. Win their this year, you should be going after
0: the first year. After the first year. After yeah, after the first year. I I don't. Hey, listen. So, well, to make a to make a point on that, unfortunately, fans, it's a win. College football is win now, and that's that's sad because um, you know it is. It takes time um, to go in and build a program or win now, you know. Uh, you know, obviously, Ohio State, Michigan, you know, hasn't won any big games, but they've still won games. So, I mean, like this situation here with Nebraska, the fans, like Willie Taggart, you know, fans after losing, you know, the first couple games, they're, they are want him gone. They want Joe Moorhead gone at Mississippi State after losing to Florida. And so college football is now. It's not win three years from now and that's, it's sad, but that's the truth anymore. All right, we're gonna move on to the Pac-12. Uh, obviously pac 12s not uh, watched as much. Uh, first we're gonna cover UCLA. A lot of people forget Chip Kelly's the coach at UCLA. Um, obviously not having the luck he had uh, at Oregon. Uh, Obviously, I didn't watch this game either, but what do you think about UCLA? What do you think about Colorado? Um, UCLA, believe it or not, you know, I was all on the Chip Kelly training. I,
1: uh, I love what he did at Oregon. Uh, you know, I'll be honest, they were probably in my preseason season uh, top 10. <laughs> I highly regret that. Uh, but the you know, same thing as we just talked about with Give him a couple more years and um, see what he can do. And, and just to go back to what you are talking about, Mike, you know, the uh, it's a win now. And you're, you're right, college football is 100% win now. And not that I necessarily agree with it, but uh, I think they'll have them ready. In the, you know, the next year or the following year. Um, Colorado, man, I tell you, they've uh, they surprised me a little bit. Uh, let's see, they're they're undefeated. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, they're they one of those trips teams in my book. Uh, looks like they're kind of balanced. You know, they can run the ball, they can pass the ball. Um, I'm interested once again to see how they do. You know, as the season goes by, because you know we don't hear a whole lot about Colorado, so uh, don't hear I much think about the at all. Surprise. Yeah, exactly. And and I think they could be a surprising team. Um, I think they could definitely crack up there into the uh, top
0: 25, you know, anywhere from 20 to 25. I think they could settle around there at the end of the year. Uh, they got at USC. Well, they got Arizona State, Herm Edwards, uh, at USC, at Washington. So, a little tough schedule. Billy, what do you think about both these teams? Um, I think UCLA
1: shouldn't panic, because you you has not really proven to win, like, the big, big games. But he's proven to win in the Pac-12, so I wouldn't really panic yet. Colorado is good. I think them and Stanford are the two teams to watch in the Pac-12. Uh, maybe Washington. I still think Stanford is probably going to win the Pac-12 championship. But Colorado will compete. I think it's has been Colorado, Stanford, and Washington as the teams to beat. And USC is trash, so... I don't see them doing that next year, but those are the three teams that beat. Oregon, Oregon. has a good offense, but when they say it's a good defense, they always hold. even when Chip Kelly was coaching
0: them. All right. Um, and then, of course, BYU-Washington. A lot of people pick BYU here. Um, I kind of pick BYU for this game uh, just
1: as well. Thing this year, honestly. And it, like, even in the pac World, I still think that they struggle against good defenses. Even when is there, they struggle against the best teams on defense. Stanford always, like, always them. USC. I'm happy that, for I like Oregon, I think uh, I'm happy they're back. I just think this is going to be the, I think next year, Oregon is going to be the best team in the pac World. I just think this year's kind of a little, a little bit more grimy for them. But next year, I think uh, they're going to be,
0: Probably the best team. They're going be the definitely the best team. Nationals. All right. I agree. All right. all right. We'll move on to the FCC, my favorite conference. Uh, the most boring conference. Florida.
1: <laughs> um, I think, you know, I'm with you and I, and I know you're, you're a fan, but I I am with you. Uh, interesting to see how they handle teams and I know we're gonna talk about it later but that Florida LSU game is definitely gonna be something to watch. Uh I'm selling Florida. I their offense is just a mess since Tebow led. I don't see them doing anything as any quality of opponents. Uh, I, I wish they hope they really do something. I don't honestly just don't think they will this year is a great quarterback. That's it all it's listening from that team. The defense is pretty good. Just, they need that quarterback. I don't I think they're probably probably four of the best teams in the foot in their the division, but I think if Kentucky's surprising everybody this year, I think Florida I think I, I was selling Florida, I don't think they're gonna do anything this
0: year. Yeah well as their
1: quarterback play gets
0: better. Maybe if Will Greer would have played like he does now. Right. Hey, another team, and I can't complain, even though they beat it. Kentucky. Uh, man, they look good. This is the best Kentucky team I've ever watched play. Uh, buy, sell, hold on Kentucky. I know I'm definitely buying it up. What do you think? Buy, sell, hold.
1: Uh. From Kentucky is um, that shell Jr. running back. Um, you know he, he's good. And, uh, I mean I, ne- I know you have to have a line the shoulder holds and stuff, but if he stays healthy, because like I said, I'm looking at the Box Box report, you know he's carrying the ball like 30 times. Um, you know you, you kind of got to worry about an injury somewhere along okay. that. You know he's carrying the ball 30,
0: 35 times a game. But. Yeah. 20, twenty-eight. This game, he had twenty-eight. Not good. ninety-nine yeah. yards and a touchdown. Yep. And,
1: and that's the thing. Like you know, you're carrying the ball a lot, he's gonna take a lot of hits. And you know, hopefully, he stays healthy because it seems like and, you know I haven't watched Kentucky play a whole lot this year. I've watched him a couple times, but it seems like you know they're really rely heavy on him. Um, so as long as he stays healthy, um, I'm definitely buying Kentucky. Um, they they've really surprised me. Um, just like you said, you know, this might be the best team that you've seen Kentucky have, and I would definitely agree with that. And, um, yeah, they're usually known for basketball, but this year, you know, I think it's
0: football. Um, but, yeah, they're
1: looking good. I'm definitely buying
0: on. No points in the second half for Kentucky there. No points. They scored 21 in the second quarter and uh, nothing in the second half. Billy, what's your take on this?
1: Oh, I'm buying it all the the watercats. I think – I'm actually going to predict this. I'm predicting them to be in the SEC championship. That's how much I'm buying on them. I think they're probably, I think they're better than LSU. They have a better quarterbacks. Auburn's going to lose. I think Auburn's going to kind of crash out. Alabama is probably going to be there. But I think Kentucky is going to be in better with Alabama. Not like, greatest-wise, but I think they're going to make it there with them. But I'm all in on Kentucky. I would definitely agree with that, Philly with, uh, Kentucky, you know, being in the SEC championship. I
0: definitely see that happen. Yeah, I, uh, I haven't watched Kentucky a whole lot either. Um, I turned the Florida game off at halftime. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, Kentucky, I'm buying it up. I, I don't know about the SEC championship game. They definitely have a chance. I'm not saying they don't. Um, but you never know what's going to happen in the SEC, you know. You just never know, um. But uh, they're definitely buying Kentucky all of them. All right, we're we'll going to move on. LSU, are they for real? That's the question. Obviously, they beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss doesn't have a team. Um, LSU, are they for real?
1: Um, I, I would say yes. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, I would have told you they're the most overrated team in the nation. And, you know, that, they've like definitely proven me wrong out and beat Miami pretty handily, and I, and I know Miami's not as good as they have been. And uh, I definitely think LSU can compete. But once again, I know I keep hearing back, but you know, SEC, SEC plays tough. You know, there's teams that beat up on each other all the time in that conference. So um, I definitely I'm going to go is a little bit overrated at five. Um, I top five team at the end of the year. I mean, you know, you have that family game on Um So, and then, of course, this week with Florida, they're gonna. I think they'll have their hands tied there. It always seems to be a close game, no matter
0: what the rest of hey, are. LSU's schedule looks rough, too. I'll tell that real quick. At Florida, of course, which I think LSU, I'm not going to say. Um, at Florida, home against Georgia, home against Mississippi State, Homey is Alabama at Arkansas, and then at Texas A&M to end the year. So rough schedule for LSU. Um, But uh, and of course, I'm a little biased about Joe Burrow. The uh, the, Yay Academy, our our high school, actually uh, was one of his last regular season losses. So that's cool. Well, that's that's interesting. Um, All right, Billy, what do you think? Is LSU for real? I think they're
1: overranked. I think Jerry Burroughs is, he's probably the best quarterback in the SEC, or I uh, don't really say him much. Uh, they're way overranked, I think. I think it's because, I think the Paul was SEC team, that's why they ranked so good. But they've kind of, this is, that was the only game this year, I think, that I've seen a score of that's where it's been a really good game for them. And they all the other games. Uh, I think they're one sure against Florida. Uh, I think Florida's going to get everything they have. But LSU's not, I think they're probably fourth or fifth best team in SEC. But I, I don't, I'm not buying them this year at all. But uh, I think it's just too much hype. They're overhyped this year because of Jerry Burrow.
0: Um, yeah, LSU, I don't know how to think about them. You know, they beat Miami, but look at Miami now, they're like, well, you know, they did beat Auburn at Auburn, but Auburn doesn't have the team they've had um, in the past, you know. Obviously still good. I've actually got them not not beating Alabama. The game is in Baton Rouge. I got them coming close, challenging Alabama. Um, but I got them winning a couple of these games. So I think they might have a chance against Georgia. Uh, Georgia's overhyped, in my opinion. Um, I've got them beating beating Georgia um, at home. Uh, The Florida game they'll struggle with, but I think LSU's defense is way going to challenge our, uh, Florida's offense. Uh, I think LSU, if it wasn't for Alabama, because they've already beat Auburn, they'd have to beat Alabama to win the West, really, to get into the SEC championship game or have Alabama, you know, lose to Auburn again, which we don't know what's going to happen there. Speaking of Alabama, are they as overrated as you know everybody says, except ESPN? <laughs> <laughs> um, I,
1: and this might hurt me saying this, but I honestly don't think there's a team that could beat Alabama. Um, I think this might be their best team that Saban's ever had, um, and you know they, they always find there's a kind of like remind me a little bit of the Ohio State you know, they find ways to win even when you know, they're on the ropes um, I definitely think that Bama is the best team in college football and I really don't see a team beating them now, I mean, I, I do allude back to that LSU game they always have a tough game once again no matter the records um, but I definitely look for Bama to win it all I, I just think they're the most elite program. Up now, so I have pretty high praise on Alabama and Coach Slayton. I think Alabama is great. I mean, they're obviously they won that championship last year. Uh, they haven't really played anybody yet, and you always watch anything about sports is like teams are going to have a little bit of diversity. You know, Ohio State's had that, Georgia's had that. All the teams have had it, Alabama. Alabama has really they they haven't really played anybody really do anything to them. I think when they start calling tough opponents, that's when. We'll see how good Alabama is. If you can really
0: say, I'm right now, am buying them, obviously, because I we I don't see how they play against opponents. Yeah, uh, Alabama really hasn't played anybody, but they're that doesn't mean that, but they are beating the teams that they play. back. so that's another thing you know you got to look at when it comes to the college football playoffs. They're looking for quality wins. You know, you beat U. L. Lafayette by fifty six to fourteen. They look at that as well. Um, I always think Alabama's overrated. That's because I'm a Florida fan, SEC. I just, I get tired of seeing them win, but uh, Nick Saban's a heck of a coach. Um, He's a good recruit. You know, uh, I think it's awesome that Jalen Hurts stayed around instead of jumping like Kelly Bryant. Uh, I think I agree with Zach. This might be one of the most talented all-around teams that Nick Saban's had um, the whole time there at Championship, I think. Uh, I don't think they're gonna lose until Nick Saban retires. Honestly, I don't think this is their
1: best defense. I think this is their best offense. Yeah, honestly, probably, probably best offense. They, um, quarterback the quarterback. They've always had like, a good line and
0: running back and stuff, but this is
1: their best quarterback. Since I started watching football, all right. Yes, I, I, I totally agree with both of you on that. You know, and, and hurts staying. that that's awesome not switching like Philly, you know, did but uh yeah I mean they have two quarterbacks so you know unfortunately it's you know two it gets hard, you know, you you feel safe with the ball in your back the back of quarterback's hands. Um but yeah, I mean I would definitely agree with you Billy with uh you know the defensive side. Um but you know I, I'm more impressed with them in size. They're always I don't know how they get that big, but I mean, I know a little bit about
0: their strength and conditioning coach, and he's awesome. So, yeah, I agree with you guys. All right. Um, We're going to move on to, you know, our top four, our power rankings. Uh, Not necessarily, you know, come to a college football playoff standpoint, but who you think the top four are, um, you know, on a power power ranking type deal. Uh, Zach, go ahead.
1: that we talked about um, Alabama was 100% be my number one and there's I mean number two is not even close but um, if I you know if I definitely had to go you know with the number two team, um, it would you know as much as it kind of pains me to say but it would definitely be Ohio State um, yeah, they, they played some tough competition with um, you know, TCU And TCU gave them a run there a little bit. And then, of course, uh, you know, last week with Penn State, I would definitely put um, Sam at number two. Um, Number three, as I said, um, I'm not really sold on Clemson. So number three, I would definitely um, put LSU for now. Like I said, I don't think they're gonna stay there. I definitely think they're gonna lose. Um then number four. Um I would go ahead and put clips in just because they have found their, you know, ways of ways to win these games that they probably should the Texas A and M game. Um, like I said they probably shouldn't have won that
0: one but they did. All right. Billy, your top four?
1: Uh I think Alabama just because they won the national championship this year. I don't think they've had the Schedule as uh, other teams have had. Uh, number one. My number number two has to be Ohio State with just the way they've been playing, and they kind of struggled last week, but that's pretty good though, to have a good comeback like that on the on the on the record like that. So I think number three is pretty much you guys. I'm actually picking Oklahoma. That's my. I think they're the third best team. So they should be. I think they're under ranked compared to LSU and everybody else. And my fourth team, I honestly believe that they're this good, I think, is West Virginia. I think West Virginia should be fourth over Clemson, LSU, man, Notre Dame, and Oliver. And they should be way past all those teams. I think they're probably one of the best in California, but just because Will Greeter has changed that team around so much.
0: We're going to add Zach back on here again. I don't know what. All right.
1: Sorry about that guys. I don't know what's going, know on. What's going on.
0: Technical difficulties. Alright, right. like, I'll get to my top four. Um, obviously Bama, that has to be, I mean, unfortunately, it's got to be number one. Um, I'm actually agreeing with both of you guys. I'm going to stay with OSU number two uh, due to their, you know, wins. They beat TCU, neutral site. They've beaten Penn State, you know. They were probably number four after beating Penn State think I'm gonna move them up to two number three I actually have Notre Dame um, so far Michigan's a tough team good defense I know they want home and only by a uh, touchdown I've got Notre Dame they beat Michigan they beat Stanford uh, and they beat Stanford which is not a great team but they beat Stanford 38-17 um, we'll see what they do against Virginia Tech um, obviously not a great defense but Bob Bud Foster, uh, the defensive coordinator for Virginia Tech always has the defense ready. Uh, old Dominion kind of threw them all. I got Notre Dame at number three. Number four, I've got LSU. I'm kind of knocked Georgia and Clemson out due to who they played. Uh, I've got LSU number four for now. Um, I don't think, once they get into the meat of the SEC schedule, I don't think um, they're going to do it. They've won at Auburn and they beat Miami. Uh, Miami was a top ten team when they did beat them. Um, See, but uh, they're going to struggle, you know, in the meat of that SEC schedule. Uh, but Joe Burrow does like the big moments. So, uh, but I've got LSU for now, the fourth. Um, we'll see what happens over the next few weeks. All right, uh, finally, um, what to watch for next week? Obviously, uh, later in the week, we're going to make our picks and predictions for all the games, but we're going to kind of look forward. Um, what's the game to watch for you, Zach, this uh, next Saturday? Um,
1: Here, But if, if I had to pick one, I, I'm going to go with that Texas-Oklahoma. and you know, the Red River showdown. Um, like I alluded to earlier, you know, Texas had a bad loss against Maryland. Um, that, I don't necessarily know if we should call that a bad loss because, you know, they're 4-1, and, um, and they've always had Texas in the number. And then, you, I mean, on the other side, you look at Oklahoma. Um, like, you know, I think Billy, I think it was Billy earlier that you said, you know, with Oklahoma – their quarterback, I'm just not real sold on that quarterback yet. Um, I think this will be a real fun game to watch. Um,
0: it always seems to be, at least. Uh, so
1: I'm definitely looking forward to the Oklahoma of Oklahoma Bill. I'm going to have to go, uh, Zach here, too, on the Oklahoma-Texas game, I think. So in my opinion, it's the second-best rivalry in college football of Ohio State and Michigan me to watch. Uh, I think it's this is going to be an amazing game to watch. Uh, probably we can offense in it, no defense problem, more likely no defense. Uh, just rivalry. That's, that's really, really some hard-hitting football. It's going to be real football. That's what a lot of these games this week ain't really going to be uh, special. I think it's really going to be the game of the, the week, honestly. I think uh this is definitely game,
0: it's going to be a game. It's going to be an ice game. no defense, hard hitting. Probably to be some specialities uh, and stuff like that. But I think uh, this, is, this is definitely going to be a game, game to watch for everybody to watch. Well, I'm glad nobody took my game. I'm gonna go with. I've got two for you. I've got LSU at Florida. I think we're gonna down in the swamp. Not just because obviously I like Florida. This is a top twenty five matchup. Um, LSU. We're gonna see really what they're made of. Um, I know he's one at Auburn. Uh, Florida defense isn't bad. Uh, Not great, but not bad. Um, We'll see kind of what they're made of uh, going down the swamp. Uh, Hard place to play sometimes in Florida. Um, Another game to keep your eye on is Kentucky and Texas A&M. I think that's gonna be a little little different game. That's at Texas A&M. Texas A&M defense isn't bad. Um. So, any last comments before we go, Zach? Um, I don't, I don't have any.
1: Thanks for having me. Um, it's pretty enjoyable. Um, and look forward to watching some college football this Saturday.
0: All right, Billy, you got anything? I think if
1: uh, Michigan struggles against Maryland, uh, I think that they uh, should be a little bit panicked, but not much. I think have has to pretty much blow out Maryland
0: in this game to consider a good team. They change his quarterback. Hey, uh, I was reading a thing before we got on the air. Uh, Nick Saban said Arkansas might be somebody to watch out for. So I don't know. I don't know about that. I, don't know. I think they're going to blow Arkansas away. But um, he said it might be somebody to watch out for. Uh, another team i like to keep my radar on real quick. Yes, I mean, that's a team I love watching. I've been to a game there, so I always keep my eye on them now more than I used to. When I live in Orlando, that's kind of all you see. Uh, Obviously, they're playing Southern Methodist. Uh, Nobody there, but they're top 12 team now. So, uh, good to watch there. Um, Pretty good games out in Nebraska, Wisconsin. Um, Washington, UCLA. Pretty good games. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, Obviously, later in the week, we'll make our picks for uh, week six, already week six in college football. You guys have a good night.